Hello and welcome to Inside the Admissions Office, the official podcast of Ingenious Prep and your go-to resource for expert admissions strategy. My name is Noelle, and each episode, I'll bring you behind-the-scenes knowledge from former admissions officers about their first-hand experiences reviewing applications. Our strategies have helped countless students gain acceptance to top universities, and we're here to help your student gain that competitive edge and do the same. If you would like to set up a complimentary strategy call, simply follow the link in our episode description, and our expert team of enrollment counselors will work with you to create a personalized plan for admission into your student's dream school. Hi, everyone, and Happy New Year. Hope your 2024 is off to a great start. And in honor of the new year, I thought it'd be a great idea to bring back some of our most requested former missions officers from last year's episode and have them give us some of their best advice on all things college applications. So let's kick off with some brief introductions and get started with their advice on how to start the new year off strong. Hello, everybody. My name is Maya. I am the Director of Student Innovation. I run the Leadership and Innovation Lab, where we really help students to mold, to build, to elevate their own student-run entrepreneurial endeavors and projects. So to those of you who have heard me before or met me before, hello again. And to those of you who have never seen me, never met me, hello. Very nice to meet you. I'm here to share with you a little bit of my own advice, my personal take about starting 2024 off strong, what I wish I could tell students. Hey everyone, my name is Zach Harris. I am the Associate Director of Council Enrollment and Communications at Ingenious. I have been with the company for about seven years and prior to joining Ingenious, I spent about 10 years working in admissions offices at places like the George Washington University, Regis College, Bowdoin College, and Johns Hopkins University. Hi everyone, my name is Katherine Scherer and I am the Director of Undergraduate Services at Ingenious Prep. A little bit about me. I graduated from Northwestern University at the Beenan School of Music. I was a double major in voice and opera and music education and ended up going ahead and teaching high school choir for several years before getting my master's degree in school leadership at the Harvard Graduate School of Education. At Ingenious, I work a little bit behind the scenes to help make sure everything runs as smoothly as possible and supporting all of our counselors as they're working to do their best work with their students. Hi everyone, I'm Nick Stroll, and I'm a former admissions officer at Ingenious Prep. Prior to working at Ingenious, I worked as a senior assistant director of admissions at Yale University. At Ingenious, I work with 12th graders who are in the process of applying to college, and with 9th, 10th, and 11th graders who are exploring their interests and developing the skills to be a leader who can make an impact in their school and in their communities. Fantastic. Thank you, everyone. All right, so let's start with you, Maya. What is your best advice for incoming seniors who are about to start working on their college applications? This is a two-part answer. First, just like how prevention is better than cure, anticipation and pre-planning is better than detours and backtracking. So try to think through what's ahead before you start. Do this in details. When are your school exams roughly this school year? When are AP exams? When is club fair? When are competition? When are major events and milestones coming up? Block them out on your calendar. See what you need to pay attention to and when. Now, you can even block things like birthdays, parties, social time. All of that is fine. As long as they're blocked on your calendar, you'll be able to see how much time, energy, effort goes into any single event. Being meticulous and intentional in your approach to your own time and energy is almost as powerful as being able to turn back time. Now, the second part, many of you would have heard of this very common phrase, Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. 
Perhaps fewer of you know the actual full sentence uttered by Oscar Wilde, which is that imitation is the sincerest form of flattery that mediocrity can pay to greatness. Now, this bad part matters. What this means in simple terms is that nobody got anywhere amazing by copying. If someone else has already done it before, it definitionally means that something is no longer unique. And uniqueness is one of the most important things that will make you stand out from the crowd. Some of you may have heard me say that I'm a big fan of not reinventing the wheel. So some of you may now be wondering, Maya, that's a little bit hypocritical, isn't it? Telling us not to reinvent the wheel, but then also please be unique. Aha, let me explain. So I stand firm that nobody should reinvent the wheel. In that if there is a technique, technology, and or method that someone else has already tried and tested, there is absolutely no shame in modeling your approach after that. However, you should not steal the whole car. You can use the logic of the wheel to support your own pursuits, but you should not just reproduce the exact same car that you saw someone else make and expect to be praised. Let me put it even plainer. Let's say a few students in your school are organizing TED Talks and you're very impressed by this. You also want to organize your own TED Talk. However, the space is already quite saturated and the idea has clearly been done already. This does not bode well. What you can do, however, is reflect on the fact that TED Talks are basically a public platform enabling idea exchange and garnished with charisma, public speaking, and a certain showbiz flair. Could you potentially take these base elements, these wheels in effect, and put them on another project, something much more fitting of your unique profile, something that is fresher and more special? After all, who doesn't like the new car smell? Absolutely. And Maya, what is one piece of advice for all students going into the new year, especially if they're feeling discouraged and overwhelmed by school and or college applications? There will be many, many challenges to overcome. There will be many, many things that we'll be trying and you will feel that, you know, this, this cannot be done. You cannot do this. The first thing I will say is that the strength to rise to meet a situation appears when the situation appears. So most people are like this. It is impossible to speak of hypothetical strength, hypothetical resilience, or hypothetical willpower when thrust into a certain situation that requires you to stretch yourself. You will be surprised and encouraged and even proud to find that you will rise to the occasion. You will find that strength, that resilience, and that will that you didn't know that you had before. We are all like this. We don't know how strong we are until we're tested. So at least have that very fundamental faith in yourself. That's first. The second thing I want to tell all of you is there is life beyond college. I think that at this stage of your life, it's very easy to develop tunnel vision, feeling that nothing else matters, that if you don't get into a school that you would consider good, your life is over. This is not true. My feel on this has always been that for college applications, you need to be good enough. But once you're good enough, it's really just the game of luck. Of course, there are elements that are not and should not be left to chance, but there are also many, many things beyond anybody's control. So understand that you are someone who is very much influenced by many confounding variables, many moving elements that are not all within your control. So you should not be blaming yourself for not being able to control all of these things that you cannot. All of that basically just to say that you will get through this. You will find that strength. You will come out the other side and realize that there are many, many more things that await you in this life. So try and stop to smell the roses. Try and put things in perspective. 
Fantastic. Thank you, Maya. And now turning to you, Nick, same question. What is your best piece of advice for students who may be feeling overwhelmed from college applications? First of all, it's natural to feel a bit stressed and overwhelmed at various times during your high school career. Many students worry that they're not doing enough or that their plans aren't coming to fruition in the way that they've expected. You're also taking rigorous courses, balancing a lot of extracurricular responsibilities, and you may be feeling pressure from family or friends to achieve at a really high level. So here's something to keep in mind. You are not expected to be perfect, even at the most selective U.S. colleges. While expectations are very high for applicants to top schools, students who are admitted do not always have perfect grades and test scores or a remarkable set of honors and awards. However, what colleges do want to see from you is that you are someone who tries to push yourself outside of your comfort zone to learn new things and develop new skills. So if you fail at something, the lessons that you learn from that failure can be just as valuable as if you succeed. And this can be part of the story you tell on your application. My advice for the new year is to pick one goal that you can achieve in the next four to six months that requires you to learn a new skill or take on a new challenge, something that pushes you outside of your comfort zone. This could include leading a fundraising campaign for a cause you care about, organizing a music performance, writing an opinion essay for your school's newspaper, giving a public lecture or presentation, or applying for that internship that you've always dreamed about but never have tried contacting someone about. Basically, something that you've never done before but which you can accomplish with a bit of planning and effort. The most important part of this is simply trying. Colleges don't expect successful applicants to be world-class inventors, international award winners, or world-class fundraisers, but they do expect students to work hard and try their best. If you do that, you will have some sort of compelling story to share on your application. In some cases, that might be a success story, but just as likely, it could be a story about a time you tried something that was hard and it didn't go as planned, but you learned some important lessons along the way. Those stories are just as valuable and just as impressive. So with that in mind, I encourage you this new year to go out and try something new and see what happens. Perfect. Thank you, Nick. And now a question for you, Catherine. What is one piece of advice you'd like to give to current juniors, upcoming seniors? The type of advice that I want to give is really about encouraging you to try and find the best school personality fit as you're thinking about your college list. Now is a fantastic time to reflect on the things that have been important to you in high school. Maybe you loved having a really, really small high school experience and you know you want that for college. If that's the case, go ahead and start looking at liberal arts colleges or smaller colleges that might be more local to you. Maybe you're somebody who has been at a small high school and is really chafing with that environment and you want to be able to go somewhere much, much bigger. Looking at public universities, thinking about how far away from home you want to be. Once you kind of get through the basic pieces of how large or small the university is, how far away it is from home, potentially how competitive it is to be accepted there, then I think the deeper type of reflection that you can do is thinking a little bit about the things that make you tick and what things you want to be surrounded by in your college. You can find out a lot about a college's overall personality just by looking at the front page of their website and seeing the things that are prioritized on that website. So you can notice what things are being displayed in pictures. Maybe there are videos. Maybe they have some institutional priorities right there. But then I think the thing that is so, so, so much more important is doing a deep dive into individual colleges and doing that as early as possible. I think it can be really helpful to go onto the website, look at the individual personality, 
Go to YouTube and look up interviews with current students and what they love about these universities. Go to a variety of different sources like the individual university's school newspaper. You can, again, see the kinds of things that are prioritized by looking at the front page of those websites. If you know what major you want to be doing, go to the major website of that individual school and look at the classes you might be taking. Look at the professors who are going to be at that college and the type of research that they are going to be doing. Are those things that you value as well? Trying to find out as much as you possibly can early on about these colleges will help so, so much when you are at this stage of the game a year from now and you are working on school-specific essays. Colleges are really looking for very, very specific demonstration of school fit in these essays, and they want to make sure that you're not just recycling essays from school to school. I've seen a lot of students who get quite burnt out by the time they get to the end of their college application season, and they're not really spending a whole lot of time customizing each of the essays for individual schools. So what you can do right now is do a lot of school research and give yourself a document where you include all of the research that you've put. Save that document. It will help you not only figure out which schools are the right fit for you, but also when you're writing those essays down the road, then you can refer to your research that you had made previously and dig into that to help you have a much, much easier time writing those school-specific essays down the road. I wish you so much luck and success in the coming year as you're working to figure out what your school list might look like and spend the time now so that you have a little bit of a, a more relaxed process as you go into the actual application season. Amazing. Thank you so much, Catherine. And now turning to you, Zach. I know you're very heavily involved in a lot of our students' progress at Ingenious. What is one piece of advice or a major learning that you'd like to share with our listeners after this recent application cycle? Over the past couple of weeks, as our own current grade 12 students are really sort of winding down on their application process. For many of them, they were uh, admitted to their early decision one school, which is obviously really exciting for everybody. And for a lot of our other students, they're still applying to colleges and wrapping up those applications literally as we speak. So as we're sort of wrapping up, it's always an interesting time to sort of think and reflect. I think one of the biggest things that I can start by saying is that starting early is always going to be super helpful. I've been doing this work for a very long time and the number of students who really underestimate the time that essay writing, activities list drafting, even just navigating letters of recommendation, all of this takes a significant amount of time. And it really helps you as the student or even as a parent supporting your child in this process by getting started early. Uh, for a lot of our current 11th grade students, we're really beginning to have conversations now about some of the things that I just mentioned, beginning to draft sort of a comprehensive activities list that will end up turning into the Common App activities list over the course of the next six to seven months, beginning to talk about relationships with teachers and identifying three to four people that could really make a lot of sense to ask over the course of the next several months, beginning to talk about school research 
What are the things that you're looking for in a college? What are those characteristics? What are those things that you really need to see that go beyond ranking that superficial process that doesn't really take into account personality and culture and community and the things that you really are looking for? Thinking about essays, not only from the personal statement perspective, but also from the supplemental perspective as well. If I could give sort of one piece of advice, it really would be just to start now. It's not about setting an unrealistic deadline, but it's really about understanding that between now and literally a year from now in 2025, there is so much to do. And your ability to get started now on some of the things that I just mentioned is going to be really helpful for you. I see so often students who, again, underestimate the time and then end up really having to rush and really having to just cram in so much during the back half of the summer or even up until a certain deadline. Everything we do at Ingenius is meant to, to have time where you're submitting your applications a week to two weeks before a deadline even comes into play, really to make sure that your materials are amazing. We have the time that we need to go through our file of review process and to make sure that we're all happy with what is going to be submitted. So biggest piece of advice is start early, but also listen to Ingenious, listen to our timelines, listen to your counselors. All of you are gonna do great uh, while the process is hard and difficult, it's also an amazing time to reflect upon yourself, your life's journey up to this point. And we really enjoy just learning so much about you and using all of the conversations we have to make your application the best that it can be. So good luck within this process and certainly look forward to hearing about your results in the future. I hope this was helpful for everyone listening. Best of luck to all of you out there. And I know you're all going to have an incredible year ahead. As always, please don't hesitate to reach out to my email, which is in the show notes. If you have any questions for our wonderful team of former missions officers, we love hearing from you and we'll definitely feature your questions in upcoming episodes. Well, thanks again, everyone. And we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us today. And if you would like to speak with one of our experts, you can set up a complimentary strategy call with one of our enrollment counselors by following the link in our episode description. And for more information and access to additional resources, you can register for our webinars, which is also linked in the episode description. If you have any questions or would like to request a topic for a future episode, you can email me directly at noelle.kim at ingeniousprep.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Inside the Admissions Office. And don't forget to follow the podcast so you're notified every time a new episode is available. That's all for now. And I hope you'll join me next time as we continue our journey inside the admissions office.